Good morning, good evening, and good night. This is a brand new episode of Yours Truly Beach, Spilling Goods. Um, it's me, Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me, your not-so-favorite um, Irish weirdo, Jack. And I am your favorite, Luke Bradley. Just, just <laughs> any favorite. So if, if any of these out there know any Luke Bradleys, he's your favorite. Luke Bradley. I meant out the two of us. Oh, I thought, <laughs> see, what I got was, so I'm your favourite Luke Bradley. So in the, in the sea of Luke Bradleys, you're the best. Oh, well, that's, aren't, that's, aren't you dumb? Because that's not where... No. Um... <laughs> I ain't naive, I'm fucking... When am I? You tell me. When am I? <laughs> Apparently I'm everyone's fucking least favourite Irish person, so there we go. Come here anyway, tell well, me this. Shoe bits. <laughs> and that's one of them sparkly shoes, bitch. It's like Cinderella's glass slipper, and I'm trying to cram my little sausage foot on it. The only thing sparkly is like a sparkly pair of Crocs, like Crocs heels. Jesus, that'd be fierce. We <laughs> have seen your choice and slippers. Slippers. And they're ripped. Yeah, I've seen, you cannot talk about no sparkly diamond Crocs. Remember that time you sent me a photo of those jelly shoes mm-hmm. that you wore? Mm-hmm. And I'll never get over it. <laughs> They're imprinted in my brain. Imprinted, I tell you. Come here, how have you been anyway, my darling? You know yep. how it goes. Nothing to report on that front, because I am a very boring old man. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is well, just my birthday tomorrow. When Oh, yes, it When is. this is out, it'll be today. So today's my birthday. Happy birthday to you. That's me um, singing birthday to you from the future mm-hmm. when this airs tomorrow. Ooh, Ooh what age science. you? Go on, tell everyone what uh, age you. I am 29. It's going to be 23, everyone. It's going to be 23 years old. 23 years young. It'll be one more year to 30. Oh, gosh. You're getting there. Mm-hmm. You should have really amazing 30th birthday planned where we just go to like a haunted mansion. No, I want to do that. I, I want to do that champion where you can go and camp in like an old church that doesn't get used as a church anymore. And like, how fun would that be? <gasps> that would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. That would be a very good idea that I think you should write down because <laughs> if we can't do it for when you turn 30, yeah. we might not ever be able to do it. Yeah. Either that or like hire out some barn in the middle of nowhere and just like get fucked up around a campfire. Bitch, mm-hmm. say no more. Mm-hmm. Say no more. And it's a, it's definitely a good time to get killed off as well when you've just had 30 because sure, sure. I, I think there, there's a fear of when you go deep, deep, deep under the 30s and that's you're in a rabbit hole. You know, I, this, I actually am not scared about hitting 30 because anyone that you ask who is like 30 and above will say that it's like it's the best. So. I'm sure it'd just be a new phase in my life that's, you know, I'm coming out of my 20s and going to my dirty 30s. Brilliant. I love that optimism, bitch. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in to some of the very interesting, very spooky horror news of the week, which I have to start off with because we were literally just talking about it before and it was one of those... No, not talking from you, bitch. Is the fact that Annabelle, the real life Annabelle, now this is the legit one, the we like the little flimsy arms and shit, mm-hmm. she has somehow escaped her box in um, Warren's house. She's gone. She The bitch went AWOL. 
like this just goes to show that like this shit happens so you know let's not be surprised come on it's 2020 if in the if in the near future in the news we hear that people are dead because of this doll i mean come on now we're at 2020 like anything can happen at this point literally anything can happen exactly like 2020 was already a princess disaster of the year <laughs> you know per australia like all that woodland and all those gorgeous creatures and animals were butchered. Well, not butchered, but... And then you had... What else do we have? Coronavirus? Coronavirus. I, th- I thought they're forsaken. I was like, there's something else that George, was really bad this year. You know... Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, that. And now we have goddamn fucking Annabelle running around these streets like a hoodlum. What I would love to have seen, though, was the actual CCTV footage of oh her God. escaping. Because my brain can't even... If this this is real life, this has happened. How the fuck has her little puppety legs? Yeah, ran that bitch out of that house. Well, the thing is, I don't, I don't know, because in my head, I go to the like the funny straight away and imagine like, yeah, you know, like the you know the cage in the film. So I imagine, I imagine like she's actually in that sort of cage, and then like all you see is like her like open the cage like. But like <laughs> jump out, like do a little like do a twerk in front of the camera, and then like then like run off, and like a little head's wobbling, her hair's wobbling as well. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna blow, and the cage just explodes, <laughs> and like all these other fucking all these other toys come on off like ropes through the windows. Uh, yeah, and they're all like there, just doing like a flash mob in the little room. This is thriller. How much fun would that be? <laughs> oh, I can already picture she's I, somewhere like Santa Panza and she's sat there like taking selfies, tits out and a bra, bikini ready, <laughs> Annabelle's at the beach, baby. Just you wait, like American Horror Story season 11 is going to be American Horror Story Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> and a beach. And a beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's that's just what we need in this disaster of the year is Annabelle going AWOL. So, Annabelle, if you could return yourself home safely, that would be fabulous, because we do not need you hunting our asses, bitch. And I'm sure you're listening, um, so um, if you are listening, Annabelle, of course. like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Please rate us on iTunes. <laughs> Just don't kill us, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe do you kill us and uh, make a very interesting fifth alternate for the Conjuring universe. That's it yet. Mm, um, let's talk about, though, the fact that more news has been released for Screen 5. Now, when I say news, I say that with a very tiny pinch of salt. We've just had the confirmation that Melissa Barrera is cast in it. Now, I don't know about you, but I actually don't know who she is. I have not but heard I want of to. her. So, but, but I'm quite glad, you know, because sometimes when they put a bunch of stars and shit, you're like, mm, was it really the best choice? And then sometimes the better choices are like the lesser known people. Cause you're like, right, mm-hmm. okay, I've got no expectations. I'm not going in thinking that they're going to be this kind of way or that kind of way. Cause you don't, did you not think that going into, um, screen four, like you were thinking Emma Roberts, like really? And then when you watch it, you're like, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you weren't, yep. you weren't thinking when it first came out, you were thinking more like Hayden Panettiere. like, she's the main bitch. Like that's, Helen Panettiere, you know, heroes, duh, like, she should be the main yep. chick. But then you realise, oh, Emma Roberts is one crazy-ass bitch. Um, That's it. So I feel like and we're going to get the... She's good at that sort of thing? Yeah, but I feel like having, like, a less, maybe, like, a lesser-known or someone who hasn't been in tons and tons of films, um, that you kind of go in with, like, a more of an open mind than you would, like, say... Yeah. 
I'm all give give them give them the spotlight. You know, we've already we're going to have this film again with three top players. Obviously, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, and Nev Campbell. I don't even want anyone else that's a big name, to be honest. TBH. You are right. I kind of want it to be just a bit of a lesser, lesser known cast. Make me fall in love with these actors, perhaps. Well, then if you and think then, about it, like, faster. The, all the other screams have all had, like, big name people in and yeah. were amazing. So, on the flip side, I'm like, give me some more amazing people. And then it could be like the most amazing Scream 5 and you know the the most amazing Scream entry by just putting some like people in that you just didn't ever think like I don't know off the top of my head um I know Schwarzenegger no well it's not I'm like no (laughs) what like imagine (laughs) imagine if you're what imagine if you're watching it and like Olivia Munn was on it or someone or I don't know I don't know. This is the thing, though. It's one of those films. Imagine that, like that has... imagine like Rebel Wilson. Oh my god, that would ruin the film. Mm. Could you imagine? Yeah. Seriously, she can just stick the pitch perfect. Thank you. But think about it. Like Scream already <laughs> has such a massive following that let's say if me and you right now were up and coming actors in Hollywood, even better yet, if we were really famous actors in Hollywood and we we heard that they were casting for Scream 5 you would put yourself forward so I'm sorry there has to be famous people in this film because mm-hmm. there, there, there's so many loyal fans out there rich, famous or poor as hell bitch and he would kill to be in a Scream movie and just think with Scream 4 they had like you know those two uh, those three like cold opens and they had like just like Scream Four was like it was had stars and stars and stars. It was everyone was just in it. Do you know what I mean? It had so many good cameos mm-hmm. in that. So potentially they could do another, not the same, but like have another like just complete amazing cameos or like just yeah, like Halle Berry just get like absolutely slashed or something like that. It, it has to happen. Scream One obviously done it. Scream Two done it. Scream Three didn't really do anything of the sort. But then Scream Four had like opening within an opening mm-hmm. within an opening, and like three out of those six girls were like their big names. So there has to be someone sp- sprinkled in the middle there. I cannot wait. <laughs> but once again, we are not here to talk about Scream Beach. We are not. No, no, no. We are throwing it back, 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 back again. To some delightful it is slashers, and today we have two horror films that we want to speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, which we will go on to, and we'll speak about the other one later. But the first we'll go on to is one from nineteen eighty three, and it is curtains. Not curtains, curtains. <laughs> That's curtains. <laughs> If if no one got that, he's trying to say curtains. It's curtains, alright. And for, <laughs> Which, um, for anyone who doesn't know the film Curtains, it's a slasher film where there's a bunch of actresses in a house on a casting and they all get hunted down by a killer. Um, that's mm-hmm. the general synopsis. However, this film is hella weird. Like, just weird from top to bottom did you not think yeah it was just yeah and and, and before we get under obviously everyone spoilers are here but this film was released in 1983 for fuck's sake so you've, so, had, you've had a minute to kind of catch up and yeah watch. you've you've had you know a year or two to really watch this mm-hmm. so we're gonna go ham and we'll even start off and kickstart this whole beach with your point 
I don't even know what the fuck was going on there. I said it. Right, And okay. I still don't know what, what went on. Right, okay. So it was the weirdest thing I've seen in a while. However, there was something about it that was that was very intriguing and kept yes. and kept me in it. Like there was there was a lot kind of I was like, okay, this isn't for me. It's not really I, what's going on. But then something would happen, like a, a certain scene would happen, and I'd be like, hmm, I, yeah, I'm in, I'm into it. I'm into what? Yeah, I'm into something, and I'm not quite sure. But it was constant, like up and down. So it'd be like one minute I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, it was a roller coaster of it emotions. It really was and confusion. It really was, and I felt like the like it was a bit of a, a slow start. I wasn't really quite sure what the fuck was going on because this whole like there's an actress and the director and the she wants for this certain f- stage role like she wants to go into like a mental mm-hmm. hospital um, facility to kind of do a deep dive and like try and get some tips from people that are in that really need this help and you're like right okay. And then you then you start by thinking, oh, okay, so she's gonna like she's gonna be in there too long, and then you know kind of have a breakdown herself, and then go on a rampage, and then that doesn't really happen, and you're like, no, oh, so then what was the point in this specific thing? Because like it didn't it didn't actually do anything for the story. There was nothing. It didn't relate back to it apart from towards the end, but even that was like, well, you didn't really just need this this extra bit. It, it felt like it was just, it was like pointless exposition, as we say, exploitation. But it didn't exploit nothing; just pointless exposition that just was. I don't know. Its reason and purpose for existence had about like ten question marks floating about my head, like I was a some character. I was just like confused.com.org.uk.ie and over the whole experience and it just it seemed like they just wanted to put like in a misdirect every scene i was like i can see right i hate i really don't like a misdirect because i can always just see right through it and i don't it, like one that's not like well thought out yeah but it, it just it wasn't it was it was thrown in every other scene you're like right okay so i know it's not gonna be that or this so stop doing this you're not you're not kind of you're not funny and you're not clever you're not agatha christie so stop trying to make this murder mystery like stop trying to make this like <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing i'm like you ain't agatha christie you ain't no praro so you ain't gonna try and pull no rug underneath my feet because you think you're smarter than us but you're not but you're right. I I wondered as well from the film whether it was made earlier than 1983 and would just released later because it the film read a lot older than 1983. I thought this was at least like 77, I don't know, 78. Yeah, you are right. I I would I think it's probably worth looking into that because I kind of thought that myself, especially with the resolution and the quality um of what I was watching. I was like, mm, this does not look like I've watch plenty of slashers and films <clears throat> from the early 80s, especially around 83, and they ain't look like that. And, and I couldn't see a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm not even just jo- I'm not making a joke. It was, it was too... A lot of it was too dark, and, like, the, their lighting in yeah. the scenes was really odd, and I was like, this is a real choice, because I actually can't see any of the characters. Like, I'll, so, I'll, I'll jump to it, because there's a scene towards, like, the end where, like, the, the, the main what's he called, the director and uh, one of the actresses get shot and then she falls into the snow and I'm assuming he crashes through a window because there was a thing crashed through a window scene and then they kept 
flashing back to it, but I couldn't actually see what was there other than like a bit of glass with blood in it. So I'm assuming yes. that was him, but I couldn't actually I... see him. I would really love to help you and really <laughs> talk you through this difficult time. But the, here's the tea, Christine. I literally only seen, no word of a lie, about 45% of what was going on in that yeah. screen. Like, in a total, there was so much darkness in times where, when it came towards the end, when the majority of the cast was chopped off, and it was, let's just, it was just the two at the end in the kitchen. I was like, where did he go? And where did they go? Yeah. And then I was like, I didn't see him <coughs> die. That I, like, I, I genuinely didn't. No. You know, no spec savers could have helped me. I did not see him. And it's not even, you know, I'll hold my hands up and admit, it ain't even like that I found some sort of dodgy link. No, ma'am. I got this on Amazon Prime. <laughs> this is supposed to be yeah, HD. Exactly. And I could see... I couldn't see the character, but I could see the goddamn boom mic dangling <laughs> above someone's head. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is amateur. But I think the reason why we're even talking about curtains, and I think the reason why anyone's talking about curtains, and probably why it's got such a cult following, is purely and simply just two things. One is the mask, yeah. and the other is that ice skating scene oh my god that both you can see exactly why curtains is still talked about in the horror community and why it's actually still considered such an important piece of horror cinema from the 80s because that mask alone is fucking terrifying it was so creepy i think you made a good point the the ice skating scene was I loved it. I mean, I think it was brilliant. It's, it's such a slow, a slow burn of this film. So when when it gets to the killings, I think that's when my brain kind of switched and was like, "Oh, I'm really into this because every single kill scene was great. Like there was, I, mm-hmm. I loved every single one. There was, it wasn't over really fast. You know, there was there was time in it. There was, it was eerie. Yes. It was it was spooky, and the 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 actual kill scenes themselves were just were just great. Even though a couple like there was one you didn't quite see, but you didn't really matter to me. Even though I don't like that sort of thing, I was like, Do you know what? Like the rest of it, the rest of the kills have made up for the fact that I couldn't see this specific one. The rest of the Definitely. scene, the re- I liked the rest of the scene. So I think once it gets to the kills, that's when it really starts to ramp up. But then by the time everyone's dead, um, you're at the end, and you're like, oh, so it, yeah, so it's you like you uh, and we, and you you both like you killed people and you killed people so what what you know what i mean where you're almost led to this weird like speaking about misdirect you're almost misdirected completely to this weird conclusion of a film that felt like it needed a burger conclusion so when you get the final chase scene essentially and she's running around and you've got them big neon signs mm-hmm. and there's all the mannequins i absolutely loved it i was like yes yes more yes with the side of yes and then it was like continuing on and it would continue on and she was surprisingly not making like the dumbest decisions in the yeah. world yeah but still ends up ultimately meeting her demise then i was like almost led to believe that she was something of like a main character and then we're treated to like this like end scene that felt like it, we've had like twenty minutes chopped off. Yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Like, 
Well, throughout that 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 last chasing, because that was one of my favorites, I thought it was really great. But the entire time, I was thinking, really, like this this bitch is the main is the final girl. Like she's not, she's barely said like three three lines, and yet, and mm. that that chasing was the final girl chasing. You can't deny that that was that hefty of a chasing, and for her to die, and then you cut to, um, like a two minute scene, yeah, two, three minute scene, and then it's over. It just the the overall pacing of it is questionable as fuck because that wasn't even like a conclusion. That's probably why me and you have come away from it still so confused. Like I'm as confused as to why they thought her stand up was so funny. Because <laughs> I'm as confused it was as like, about the story of this film. Literally she was like, I'm an actress. It's like ha 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 you're like, that's not a joke. It's a quarter past the freckle. <laughs> <laughs> Like, right, okay, that's not funny. Yeah, and like, you could definitely tell, like, that was uh, that one of the girls doing a stand-up thing. You were like, this is a writer thinking that they're funny, writing what they think that, like, women, how women do stand-up, and you were like, mm-hmm, this is not funny. Yeah, this was, and, and that probably should have been an early warning for some of the questionable taste level that continues on throughout the film because it is such a shame because you can see on one hand why curtains is still held to a standard of cult status Mm -hmm. you can definitely see that especially when it comes to the slasher elements and the chase scenes in particular everything else though was just so questionable and just Just weird just just weird yeah really weird freaking but at the same time i enjoyed what i watched i I couldn't quite work out like how and why i was like this this shouldn't not that it shouldn't be enjoyable but like for for how how we usually watch and like films i was going when watching i was thinking i feel like i shouldn't like this because of all these things kind of going against it however i'm kind of enjoying it I think, but I'm not quite sure. Oh, see, that's interesting because once again, and I will come out and say this, you say black, I say white. I had the opposite effect. So I came into this being like, right, I've no, I know this mask. I've seen this mask. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to get into this film. I really can't. It just looks so icky spooky for a slasher film. I can't fucking wait. Nom, 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 nom. No, I came <laughs> away from it with little slasher blue balls. And I was like... Right, if you're, if you're at least going to start playing the whole mental hospital card, if you're going to be mental, be the most mental. Yeah. You know, don't half-ass it. And it just felt like a lot of it was half-ass and that the fuckers didn't even know what a light switch was. <laughs> yeah. Turn on your lights. Yeah. I can't see. <laughs> I can't see. Yeah, and it, the... Yeah, and then the plot line of having like all those like actresses in that in that guy's house to do the casting was was really kind of was it was a weird choice. It was definitely like well, you can tell it was of a certain time for sure, and like that probably happened up until about I don't know, probably a couple of years ago. Just saying. Yeah. But it was just everything about it was weird, and like how the director guy was treating all the girls, and it was just it was. Yeah, it was strange, and then you have it the was strange. and then you have the actress who was supposed to play the part at the beginning, but went to the crazy, went to the not the crazy, they went to the um, the asylum like to get to prepare. Then came, then she escaped. No one, no, you don't see anything. You're just told about, and then but she's completely fine. Although you see during her time at the hospital, like she's clearly not, she's clearly not fine because she's she's she she shouldn't be there, and she has been there, so it's having an effect on her. And then she gets out, she's completely 
cool and she's back at she's back at his house and it's just and everyone seems okay with that and it's just really strange and yeah there was just such a juxtaposition with like what it wants us to believe is going on uh, as opposed to what they're actually portraying on screen like i feel like what they've wrote and what they've written for what the film to be is completely different than what is going on with the film like even at the start or towards the start we have this weird nightmare where she's getting tackled (laughs) (laughs) that's not a night (laughs) was that even a nightmare though i feel like it probably wasn't a nightmare well no sorry not a nightmare for them it's a nightmare for me oh right (laughs) (laughs) that's my nightmare like just this awkward awful scene where she's just getting tackled by a stranger for like Two minutes, and I was like, oh my god, please end. Yeah, I mean, There's no need for this. You could be filling up this time with some good old cut em up slash. Well, there was, yeah, there was a lot of, like, pointless pointless scenes, to be fair. Like, there was the one where the where one of the actresses was, was dancing in that, and I was like, how is there a dance studio in this man's house? I, I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, where are we? And then, she, and then she's just doing the dance and doing, and I'm like, are we going anywhere? Because all I'm really seeing is like, it's like you do this sort of like weird upper body movement and you're looking at the camera. Are you going to do any other sort of dance moves? And then, she, <laughs> and then she, you know, gets it before she can crack out, you know, the worm. Dance moms one one just. <laughs> you don't think, uh, like stuff like that and the other scene where we're made to think it's a rape scene, but it's just the oh, couple's yes. weird fantasy, even though they don't shag, and I was like, I don't get it. So at, and then, at, at first, that when that scene, when you when you see him outside, you're like, right, okay, he's taken a long time to like get his gloves on, get his tights on his face, which you can clearly see his face, and like just sneak around the house. And I'm thinking, oh, what if the 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 original actress hired this dude to kill her, and then like you think he's attacking her, and then he doesn't, and you're like. Right, we've spent a lot of time in this in this woman's house. Like, what what is gonna is she gonna die or what? Because I feel like th- there's a lot of like again m- misdirects there. And then when she finally dies, I'm like, well, that was upset. put her unsatisfied. Yeah, at, at least either don't do it there and give us blue balls and put her in the house and kill her in the house. And everyone else, or give us something else. But yeah, yeah, it's like when you spend so much time wondering and discussing how it could have been done so much better. That's how you know they've definitely fucked it up. Yeah. In the sense where you're right, they spend so long trying to make us feel like that the her man piece is a threat. And then what then happens is our brains start to churn and work and the little cogs start working and then we start mustering up ideas that are actually so much better than the execution. Like as you said, like we were thinking, who's that man outside? Why is he there? Who sent him? And then it just turns out they're just playing some weird game. Yeah. And then what you get after is, again, it's the same thing. Here's this very creepy little doll. And then you're thinking, oh, oh, yeah, there's this little yeah, doll everywhere. The, dr- the dream sequence. Yeah, like the weird, like, she has a dream and she dies. And it's like, I'm com- can, can you please just, like, chill out? Whoever wrote this must have took, like, some something With serious. Five tabs of acid. Seriously. And then- it is, it's questionable what everything that's going on because even the little doll part is creepy. 
but there's no correlation between the doll mm-hmm. and what's going on. It's like some fucker tried to write some sort of art house slasher, <laughs> gave it to any Tom Dick and Harry to direct, and then he didn't even have a clue. But That's it's like, what the whole thing felt like. But it's also kind of like, all right, we're doing this horror movie. Shall we just like put a bunch of things in there that, that we know is scary, even if they don't relate to each other? Yeah? Okay, cool. Let's do that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's just like a bunch of creepy ideas. Yeah. All hodgepodge into the same pot and then with a very, very, very creepy old woman mask put over the top of it. And also... Which is the only saving grace in yeah. my opinion. Well, did you not think though? Because there was a moment where they put they they put the mask on the... Um, Samantha, yes, Samantha, the 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 actress that was supposed to originally get the part and goes crazy, so she puts on the mask during some art, some acting exercise, and he's asking her to like also do something with that with that face and whatever. But and but it spent so much time on her face that you could then and, and her eyes. That when when you then saw a close up of the the killer in that mask, you could tell it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. So you so which I, I, which I can't tell what if it was clever. Or just like it was like a mistake. I think it was a mistake. You know I think it was a mistake. I mean, I also would like to know from the director, probably won't be able to, um, the, about what their beef was with having any sort of lighting in this film, because... I would love to know. Apparently this was created in a time where lights don't exist, but boom mics do, because I've seen that goddamn boom <laughs> mic flying about constantly. I was like, okay, so you can't afford lights. But you can't afford to put that boom mic in shot every five goddamn minutes. Yeah. Priorities, bitch. <laughs> Priorities. Um, I will give that this film and um and the next film we're, we'll we'll talk about props for not like doing the whole um tits 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 tits. There was there was Breastus's show, but done I thought very tastefully and to not to be sexualized as a point of like necessity if that makes yes. sense it wasn't it w- there there's always going to be an upslip in these sort of films mm-hmm. it's just um measuring how often and how overly sexualized that nip slipping yeah is going to be and in this film there's a surprisingly low amount of nipply slipplies and i was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. to be fair considering again it's like house and sorority road type fade you've got just a house full of actresses i thought something crazy with them dancing around naked or mm-hmm. thought, you know, they're all going to start making out. But instead, I think, like, the raunchiest thing that we end up ever getting is one of them says, like, oh, I'd call for the part. And then the other girl's like, well, I'd fuck for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, at least you're honest, bitch. Yeah. I, mean, you know I mean, there was also a really cool bit um, with the, the big final chase scene where that girl quite cleverly takes off, like, a coat and hat and puts it on a mannequin so the killer, like, thinks that's her, stabs the mannequin, and she's like, Pow and like hits him. The amount of times that girl like knocked the killer out and then she's still she just couldn't wait in that little vent until she knew it was Christy. I mean, if I'm hiding from something, right, and I can see see them around and I see them just like just go out of sight, I don't hear anything else. But you bet your ass I'm waiting in that vent for like three to four hours so I know like ain't nobody around. So here's the thing, right? I thought the exact same thing. I was like, girl, stay in the vent. First of all, stop making so much noise. You really, like, the struggle is real and you're making me impatient. Then when she's in there, she cannot wait to get out. And, of course, we're like, you dumb bitch. 
but she actually should have got out quicker because he's or she sorry the killer that's where she gets her in the vent oh so what yeah, she actually yeah, should have done was yeah. ran out as quick as possible while that old lady bitch is crawling through the vent see you're right I and forgot. she got away I mean, that's, that's where it got us that's what's wrong with this movie I, I, I'll forget like that's a detail that's literally the, the she doesn't escape she doesn't get out she, she gets pulled and yeah, you're right, right. Pull in. so she actually was on paper making like real horror movie 101 mistake but actually staying in the vent like which we would all tell her to do would have got her killed even quicker yeah which is dead and and i will give this film this i think there, there's a lot of things in this film that i feel like oh i wonder if other films that have come after this have taken inspiration from this because this was done in 1983 but like we said i'm kind of questioning when it was actually made because of, of the the quality of of the movie so i'm wondering if it is earlier if it is that means it's even earlier on the slasher style if you want to because it, it no it is a slasher but it's kind of it's a weird one. It's not like your usual one. So yeah, so I wonder. It does play by its own so I, I wonder if this was like made like like between like seventy eight and eighty, and then if so, then this was kind of really ahead of its time for for what came after mm-hmm. that. If I I wonder, um, yeah, what other movies took this or things from this as inspiration because it had a lot of really good elements. I just think it was just. Odd. Yeah, it, it's it's strange because there's stuff about it that I really do admire, and I quite like that it's it's a bit like Suspiria, but if it was like a slasher, mm-hmm. um, just and I really like the whole concept and the setup of how to get these girls here, um, the rest of it just as you said, they're just trying to constantly pull a wall over your eyes, bores me, especially when it's not like. You know, it's not like it's the brand new Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so clever. <laughs> and it, like three steps ahead. And like it gives away the killer way at the start. But it's so smart you'll never notice. Nah, it's trying to be like that. And it isn't that I just wish it would just lean heavier into just trying to be the best slasher it could. As opposed to trying to be this weird fucking supernatural art house slasher shit. But it wasn't even supernatural, that's the thing, but it, there was just, there was just, and also I thought in, and this might sound weird, there was, the scenes that weren't sort of like horror related were, were very, like overly dramatic, like a lot of dramatic, like acting For a choices. For actresses, they really chose some really bad actresses, they play actresses, <laughs> didn't they? I mean, there was an odd bunch, it wasn't, you had one girl that's like, that was silent, one, one that was like um, shagging. Who, who was the guy? Because there was, there was. They kept mentioning some guy. There was the girl in the hot tub with that, with that random guy. I'm assuming he was some sort of like, uh, I don't know, PA or like producer. But they ne- yeah. he, he, he didn't have a part, but he did have a part, and he also got a death scene we never got to see. Again, I don't even remember who you're talking about do you know it's probably so dark i didn't even see exactly him. that's it it was so dark <laughs> and then then you've got like the the act the the other actress who was a little bit older than the other ones but she wasn't as she wasn't she was younger than the 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 original actress and she mm-hmm. was like very self like entitled and like i should have this part and then I, I felt like she was trying to play older when she wasn't older. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, very, very that. 
she was playing like a really matured actress, mm-hmm. but she really looked like she was just over the age a few years by 30. But the way she was going on, like yeah. you'd swear she was like a, a, a woman well under her 60s. And well, she was, and know, that bit she, Post-menopausal life. She, you see, she was wearing that little sort of like um, negligee nighty attire to bed and those kitten heels. To be, like she wore them in bed. Like she, she got out of the bed and was like tiptoeing around, scooting around with those tiny little kittens. Spirit animal. And I was like, "You were in bed with those? Like what? Spirit animal? <laughs> that is her. Did not even, didn't even soak in that point. I seen it. Like my eyes seen it, but you literally brought it to light. I paused to see. Curtain I didn't bring pa- itself to light, but you did. I paused to see how high that heel was, and that was probably around. Two to three inches, so it was... And no, it was... A kitty cat. It was cat. a cat kitten. Yeah. It was cat It was kitty cat the house down fucking kitty cat boots. That's what that was. You know what? If she wants to fucking wear them to bed, she can wear them to bed because that is glamorous as fuck. That is opulent as shit. But, the th- but then, you, then you pan up and then she's got that kind of like short do and you're like, that... Do doesn't go with the rest of the outfit, like that. Do is a don't. <laughs> up, do. <laughs> up, do. Up, do. <laughs> that do do is a don't don't be. It was like a loose slash tight short perm. You were like, ooh, really? It bitch? was questionable. Ooh, yeah. I, choices, and that was yeah. a fucking choice. Yeah. So, um, before we go on to our film numero do. Give me your final verdict on the cult classic, if you might, mm-hmm. that is Curtains. What is your final verdict okay. on this slasher? Before I give my final verdict, I need to ask you this question. Uh, okay. Why did it take you so long to think of the word two? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was going the through my head? Two. Right? You were like, numero... <laughs> Do and you didn't say it. I was like, do question mark? Do re mi so fa la ti do. But that was no, um, long pause. What went? Um, the reason why there was there was a pause in this is the tea, Christine, is because my mouth was speaking and my brain yeah. wasn't there yet. And what was going to come out of my mouth was numero uno, oh, so right, I had to okay. stop. And like because my mouth was already saying it, my brain. Didn't even know it was speaking a different language. I had to, on the spot, quickly think. And I still don't even think I said to. Well, no, you, did, you didn't. I don't even know what you, I said. Because in my head, I was thinking, <laughs> is he trying to think of between, like, uh, f- uh, two in French or two in Spanish? Because that's where my... That's exactly what was I was it? doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even... I don't even know which one I spoke. I know for a fact it's, it's like, I think it, I think it when... was. I think it was, like... I think you said dough and you were trying to do both. That's where we landed. That's good. Do it. Is that not um, bilingual now? No, because it's not a language. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's less bilingual, more Joey from France pretending he's speaking French. Like, do they fleet? That was like me. Numero, <laughs> numero do they fleet? <laughs> and um, my written, and looks written of my French and Spanish as a one accent out of ten. <laughs> I'll give you an in out. <laughs> Mm. I give you a do out of ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> dumb bitch. Yeah. Like I'm the dumb bitch here. 
but we digress. So I'll um okay. So my overall is that this <laughs> this film is like just just weird as fuck. But there's something about it that I really <laughs> real real flavoursome <laughs> use of the English language. That's all I can give. Like I, you know, after watching it, and you kind of like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I'm I, I don't know what I liked, but I liked it. So it was like it's okay. it's weird as fuck. But there's something about it. Probably a couple of things or one thing I don't know that I'm just like, hmm. It's it it was it was. For, it was a choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's a tough one. It's like this. It's <laughs> I didn't like it, but at the end, I was like, I think I like it. At the same, you're having such an internal debate. Like there's blood spouting. Oh, I'm having a sides. full like brain aneurysm. Like I can't, I can't work out <laughs> it from if it's night or day, left or right. Can you smell down. burnt toast? <laughs> I could smell burnt beach. <laughs> <laughs> And I bet she smelled real good. That bacon, bitch. <laughs> Boost. Boost. Smoked beast. So what would be your score? How many accidents are you given, Miss Little Old Curtain? I'm giving curtains a generous 4 out of 10. Generous? Uh, you know, generous indeed. And now I'm... No, I mean, no, I mean, I could, e- I could even push it to a five, but I don't know what four. But like, I, I'm not going to lie. Your it's not bad. Sounds more of a five. Yeah, does a four. Yeah, I'd go with a five. I mean, because I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it's bad enough to like completely slay. I just think it was like, what, what? But then, ooh, ooh, at the same time, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, yep, dipping and diving, bobbing and weaving. Not quite sure if I'm going to get hit or yeah. not. Like, ooh, ooh, yeah, do they know if you're in or you're out, or if you're up or you're down? Mm-hmm. If you're wrong or sweat, if you're black, if it's white. If I'm in or out, do I shake it about, or do I just, you know? <laughs> you do the hokey pokey and you turn around, and at the end of the day, that's all it's all about. And that's curtains. That's the film. That's the, <laughs> that's how to describe the curtains. That's curtains summarized in one go. Cur- well, curtains would... is the hokey pokey of the horror world. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't help you when you were saying curtains, and I don't know why I was laughing. But when you're saying curtains, I picture like a hairstyle. Oh like, yeah, you got curtains. I used to have. So, I used to have curtains. I used to have curtains as a child, and I had curtains as an adult because it came back and it was fun. And that is why you've rated this film five. Because all you think about your hair, bitch. Now I'm going to call this film the Ginger Girl with the bangs, um, <laughs> and I would only give her a four out of ten myself Ooh. because whilst the slasher scenes himself with Miss Crazy Old Cuckoo Cunt with the old face, really did freak me out. And I can definitely see why she is a poster child of creepy slasher masks. And I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But everything else, unfortunately, did not meet the measure. Therefore, it's just a low four accidents out of ten. That's, that's fair. Bitch. That's completely that's fair. fair. Yeah, I mean... It is. You know, take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean... But I, I want that mask. Purely because it's a Halloween mask but and a weave. Doesn't it remind? Doesn't it, same. that mask remind you of that video of that of that? Um, I think it's a guy in that uh, Halloween. The the oh my god! And shoves the finger. yeah, shoves the finger in his mouth, and it's it's so funny. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, and every year, and it's like I every year that's wearing the old person's face. Yeah, and every every goes, around, yeah around Halloween every every year without fail, you see that that video on Facebook. That video on the surface, mm-hmm. and you know what? 
courtesy of this episode when we release this tomorrow on Nick's birthday in a couple of days time I will personally find that video <laughs> and I will share it on our Instagram page for anyone out there that does not know what we're talking about yeah, hashtag curtains. you <laughs> hashtag ginger girls with the bangs um moving on now to our second choice which we didn't even realize at the time but this 80s episode is clearly about how many actors and actresses can you fuck up yeah so which i think it was something that was unintentional but it worked our second film of choice was the 1987 stage fright or deliria or stage fright aquarius or aquarius there's like 17 <laughs> names for this film and i'm like god just pick one name like i'd yeah. <laughs> Deliria doesn't make any sense, and fucking Aquarius doesn't make like it, it, it's not the Zodiac killer. Like, what is this? <laughs> However, so so get so, so, Aquarius, yeah. Deliria. So getting past yeah. that original yeah. anger of like, pick a fucking name. Like, let's let's not be greedy. Um, I'm just gonna put it out there. I thoroughly enjoyed myself, and I was agreed. I was titillated the entire time. <laughs> This is another film that, again, it would have been the exact same for you as it was for me, and probably for most horror fans, is Deliria, Aquarius, Sagittarius, <laughs> whatever this film is. Um, Gemini Rising. <laughs> the cusp of energy. I don't know what the fuck I think it is. Mercury, but, Mer- Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Miss Horoscope 2020. Just, I don't know what she's doing, but I know for a fact that the only way that this would have been brought to my attention and probably yours once again which we didn't even realize we're doing is that this mask before i even get into anything just like curtains this mask is up there and i'm telling you up there probably one of my favorite choices of a horror mask ever right when i because one it's stupid as fuck yeah but two it's actually weirdly terrifying right so you know you and the whole world knows I have a fear of birds, right? And, oh my god, I didn't even think. Yeah, and I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it. Like, I am. I've in the past sort of like six months, I've like I've ta- I've gotten a lot better with like with not being so sort of like irrational thinking about birds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw pictures of it. You know I me. Mean? I like to flick through the IMD pics to kind of see what the vibe is, but I don't like to watch things because it gives away too yeah. much. Um, so when I saw like the mask and stuff, I was like. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But then watching it, I was like, "This spot on." I thought it was really, I thought it was really creepy. I also thought it was like beautifully like made. I was like, "It's yes, a, it's, it was angelic." It as was, fuck. it was so pleasing. And this, you will not, I will not say it's about birds, but it was so pleasing on the eye. It was like magical and mystical, and was like, "Ooh." I think it also played into the fact that because this was set like in a musical production that the theatricality of the whole thing just kind of came to light because you have you've mixed the, the kind of the theater with movies and that always kind of like lifts up the kind of production value yeah because like i was i was having loads of fun with the musical number i thought the music was like jazzy i thought the music for the killer was fun and like oh i like the killer music you know when he's about because it's like i can't even do it but it was it was really fun little like 80s yeah, yeah. synth stuff and um yeah, I just uh, had a had a really good time. Just a real, you're right. It was just such 
a good time. I mean, the, the plot. This is my the plot. Sorry, the plot of it wasn't like it's not genius, and oh, I do think the whole escape from the asylum killer is a bit like been there, done that. Yeah, two hundred times over. You, yeah, I've been beaten to death. Been there, I've been beaten to death yeah. by it. However, if you do it and put that person in a situation or scenario like this, it works because it didn't. It kind of it mentioned it at the start and then. I'm glad it wasn't like a recurring thing. It left it alone. It left it with right. Okay, so we're going to decide we're going to set up a killer. He's escaped the mental pe- me- the yeah. uh, the asylum. Okay, great. I don't need to know any more apart from he's on the run and he's he's also an actor that's only went crazy on stage. Yeah. Okay, that makes a, a a different twist and makes it kind of more interesting. And then, you know, at first I was like, so why, how would they have like how would they because the the always this cast of this of this musical lock themselves in to rehearse because the producer's crazy. Um, yeah. So I thought, how is that going to work? And then watching it, I was like, hmm, this is quite interesting. Because you think at first, because he, as the director, producer, whatever, he's like, you think he's the villain and you think he's an... And he is a dick to start with. And as, as it kind of goes yeah. on, he kind of becomes more human. You're like, oh, actually, he's, he kind of is a decent guy when being hunted mm-hmm. by a killer. But... Um, I think I think watching um, Ginger-Haired Girl with the Bangs prior <laughs> yeah. to this was probably helped this film even more just because what we had the first time was a lot of convoluted randomness going on it was just ott yet you couldn't see a goddamn thing yeah with this it was different because the narrative itself is so basic yeah it's like it's it is literal you open the book of cliches um of horror and the Point number one is men's mental institute motherfuckers on the run. Mm-hmm. So it was just so predictable and so obvious. But there was something about it that I'm telling from the first five minutes up to 15, I was beyond hooked. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, it's very, and this is my favorite scene of all time, and it is true. It just danced to the beat of its own drum. Mm-hmm. It was wacky in a theatrical kid sort of way it had its own raunchy musical numbers it had that weird oil jumping about everywhere and then by the time that you have two completely different stories and two different genres they intertwine really made for quite a like unique slasher experience despite the fact it feels very familiar it's also very distinguishable and I think Completely. you had a point with the with the wackiness. Like, I think he did a good job of being really like wacky and out there, but not to the point where it 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 kind of it affected the plot line. Like even though it was wacky in areas, the the plot was was simple. The plot didn't get wacky. There wasn't like a thousand twists of weird things happening. It mm-hmm. was very straightforward. There's a killer on the loose. You're locked in. He's locked you all in this theater. He's gonna fuck you all up. Let's just prepare for the fact he's gonna fuck you all up like come on i mean and this one with the had a better pacing you know we had the we had the so much we had the setup of all the characters and whatever that was we did there wasn't too much of that and then it was boom first kill was was great i was like oh i wasn't expecting the first kill to be this good you know she had the pickaxe to the face Boom! She's on the ground, and then she, and then she death drops. Yeah, and then she <laughs> full on goes all, but, and like 
I will Bye say, months. I didn't need... Because after they killed her, they then did, like, a shot yeah, of, like, your the pud- hanging out. But they had, they had a shot of, like, the puddle. And then they kept they kept having shots of, like, different puddles. I'm like, I don't need to see puddles outside. I, I get what's happened. No. It's rained. What I didn't need was her getting a pickaxe to the throat. She's fine. The next time you see her, her tits are out. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, so he's murdered her, ripped her top off, had a fondle, mm-hmm. and he's ran indoors is what you're telling me. Because there's no other reasonable explanation for why she is now lying there, exposed, regardless of the fact she died fully clothed. Who knows? It's, it's that was like a mystery. A mystery we'll never pointless. know. But, but this is me picking teeny weeny straws yeah. out of something that's just absolutely delicious like the the best way to describe it is like michael myers meets high school musical yeah yeah just it was very that and it just gets so intertwined and the one thing that i think i love the most aside from the killer's aesthetic and there's something so unbelievably iconic about him with the chainsaw and the oil mask like i literally want that shit in a frame yeah but the synth music was sick. It was, it was re- yeah. sick. I really, I really enjoyed the music. Real. The music really played a part part in it, and I think um, it, it it just did it really well. Especially, like I said before, with the killers' music. Um, yeah. And there, there's there was a lot of like strange similarities with this one because I noticed that in both these movies, there's a lot of English actors as opposed to American actors and characters. I was like, oh, but it wasn't just like one sort of like uh, token English person. It was like in Stage Fight, there was about three or four. In Curtains, mm-hmm. there was at least two of them were English and one being the main the main chick. Um, and uh, I also noticed that like the fact that um, in Stage Fight, they had an openly gay character and there was no sort of like homophobic to Wasn't it. that brilliant? There was no, that melted my heart. Yeah, like there was there was no there was no like jabs about it. There was no jokes. There was no innuendos. It was just he w- he was he was just nonetheless. And, it, so and I didn't think beyond stereotypical, but it was so funny. Like he would always what is it? He'd always like um, he would like made some sort of reference to like Shirley Temple, and anytime he said something else, he'd be like, um, oh my god. She was like, "Was I called?" And he's like, um, "Every name in the book, honey." Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like, it was so stereotypical, but it was like funny. But I didn't think it was like. I tasteful. didn't think I did. Yeah, I didn't think it was like he wasn't a, a a gay caricature. It was it was a gay man. It wasn't point. It wasn't pointed out going, "Oh, he's gay," and then then you then you know it was like you just know and you knew and it wasn't. I didn't think it was over the top where to the point he was like beating our heads over with his gayness. It was just like, "Oh, we know he's gay." And he's a yeah, but, but, but he's but also tasteful comedy. Yeah, and he's also got other things about him. Like he's he's like he's the he's the main character in in the musical they're putting on. So he's he's the, he's the lead role. So which that's that's in, that's interesting in itself. And then you've also got mm-hmm. the fact that he's also like a bit of a prankster as well. And like likes to prank everyone. That's kind of that's another element to his to his. Yeah, he he was he was quite like. Not as one dimensional mm-hmm. of a character that you would probably expect. And to be honest, I'm glad a character like him wasn't there. In fact, there probably should have been one or two more. This is theatre, darling. Exactly. And, yeah, you know, yeah. especially one that's dancing around. I was like, there probably should have been a whole cast of homosexuals. And it probably would have been funnier because there's something about stage fright that has its finger on its own funny bone. Yeah. And it knows. When it's working it, how do you work it, and how do you execute that? 
whilst also still being a really, really good slasher that you even made the point earlier, which compared to um, Ginger Girl with the Bangs, <laughs> is that... It, the film's it, called Curtains, all right. <laughs> Get it right, bitch. <laughs> Never. Um, the, the pacing of this one is completely different. Yeah. That once he does you know, make the first kill on the stage, which might add oh. the most ridiculous moment ever to, to everyone. This is just so casual. But I thought it was so well done. I thought it was so well done. Dead. I thought it was so well done though. I was like, this is your like second kill and he's so like blatant. This is so, was cool. He was just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna choke her for a bit. And you think you're like, yeah, choke her even more, kill it. And then he's like, I'm gonna get a knife out. And he's like, what? So I was <laughs> yeah. he's like, stab, stab. And it was like it was just Kill her, kill that bitch. It, and it just I just thought it I didn't think it looked cheesy like a cheat there was moments Moments where because there was a guy that got his arm and head chopped off and it was clearly a um, a dummy mannequin. Yeah, and there yep. was a, there was a point you know they were doing a dance or they were doing a dance and like they were supposed to like flip the main the main woman over or out and you could tell they just flipped over a dummy and then cut to she got up and you're like that didn't she didn't get flipped nowhere but um I, yep. but I felt like the like the production value in this specific like kill was really like it looked like it looked one it looked like he actually was stabbing the bitch and then yeah, two and then two when she was like bleeding it wasn't it like it just looked really real i was like this is really well done i for, always like, what? there's like there's so much room and love my heart right and this is my favorite thing in the world when slashers do this and stage fright done the same thing as you get a lot of the times with slasher films that you have to spend so so long until the cast discover that there's someone running around killing everyone yeah. and that normally happens around like the 60 minute mark yeah. and then you have like the guts of about a half hour when the rest of the cast that are alive which is a small bunch all have to fight for their life and they scramble and they're scared i love when a slasher film has a big cast and it reveals the killer to them really early on yeah. because what we had there was everyone witness like this otherworldly moment where he comes on stage and murders her and that just completely sets it off it's not one of those slasher films where the the majority of it everyone's blissfully aware yet characters go missing and then no one questions it and then all of a sudden all the bodies turn up no it was yeah like, it was he he came to play was, straight well, away yeah, because he was in there and he wanted everyone to know yeah because you got right away the first girl gets killed in the car park and then Within a couple of minutes, a friend discovers. I was like, "Oh, good! It wasn't." She's fine. Yeah, she. It wasn't yeah. like the thing where she gets killed. And we we later find her body somewhere else. It was. She was found straight away. Boom! They all know what's happening. And then, like you said, he then, you know, about what five minutes later, then the the girl dies on stage in front of everyone, and then it really ramps up. Being like, "Right, okay, everyone's on the same playing field. Everyone knows there's a killer out there. Yes, and it's not. It's not one of them. So they don't have to like." do any of that stuff so they're all in it together and it's about survival who's going to survive and to be fair they all pretty much got to a point all together and then it just kind of became circumstance was just like they got picked off because of other factors like the Sybil the blonde the mm -hmm. blonde girl with the English girl and mm -hmm. I, 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 I knew she was going to die because there was, a, there was a, a shot of her like getting her foot stuck a little bit in the floor and I was like yeah. hmm I bet she's going to either fall through or get pulled through then she gets pulled through and she's getting like pulled up and down and she gets pulled up and, and like she gets a very good day. yeah she's like ripped in half that was really cool and then um what what was your what would have been your favorite death mind I think there's I think out of 
stage fright in general, I think the majority of the kills in this are brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I do have to say that one that took me by surprise the most would be the drill coming through the guy at the door. Just because you think that when the blonde girl with the cool earrings is done screaming and she sees (laughs) the needle, that your brain automatically goes, right, she's going to stab him. Nah, not quick enough. I love that diversion. Yeah, I mean... That yeah, that was a yeah, that was a good one. I think for me, I think I really enjoyed the the girl on the stage, Diane, because it was just it was like I, I've actually there there was there was comedy in that scene. There, well, there, well, there was, and there was. A, I've not really seen that kind of thing be done like in that sort of way. It's, it's hard. To, it was very unique to the film. Like, I don't think you could, unless you were doing another horror film kind of similar where it's actors and stage involved and whatever. It's a very unique way of of of, of doing it and I just thought it was clever and I enjoyed it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh this is it was this is because you knew what was coming. It wasn't gonna be a shock and you were like, right, okay, you know it's coming, so how is it gonna how's it gonna play out? And that's what that what was the excitement around it was like, oh, we know she's gonna get it. So and because he's literally on stage and everyone's watching you like this is so intense because we know what's going to happen they don't so it's mm-hmm. like oh bitch he gonna kill you yeah he gonna get you bitch yeah all right i think that mm. one is the highlight sort of death scene and stage fright without a doubt because that is the most iconic and we've not really seen that before and it's very difficult to set something like that up unless you're doing something in a theater or whatever but we've we've seen stage fright 2014 and even they didn't utilize that the way they should have. But that's not. Um, was that a remake? So. Or was it just a? Here's the thing. It's it's not a remake, but I had a very good observational Ayame, and when they're in the the backstage room, and there's all those masks mm-hmm. in the background. One of the masks in the background looks nearly identical to the mask in Stage Fright 2014. Oh, right. So I don't think it's a remake, but I think it's a nod I was gonna, to that. Because I was going to say, because it, 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 if it was a remake, they're completely, like, totally different stories. The, the only common thing is the theatre. That's the only common denominator between them. I would, I would actually really love to see Stage Fright, and I know this is, like, sacrilegious, but I'd love to see that remade, just because... Oh, yeah, this one. There's something... Yeah, there's something about that big, dramatic headpiece. It's like he's took like Barbie's body and mm-hmm. put like Action Man's head on it. It's there's something so obscure about the way the killer looks, and especially in the scene which I think is the best part in the whole film. It was given like you could see Ma, you know, the film from last year. Ma took an yeah. inspiration from that, where he just has all the dead bodies propped up. Oh yeah, and he's just sat there. With the dramatic music on, um, the juxtaposition of like that really like high octane music, just petting a pussy. Yeah, but did, petting a pussy cat. Did you not? Like, did you not find yourself though? Like you know, at the end where everyone's like displayed on stage and they're all dead. Did you not mm. like have like? I was trying to like look at the different actors and try and catch them out for like. Breathing. Yeah, or like playing yes. dead because they because I noticed that the blonde woman's the Sybil, her eye like blinked, and then I definitely noticed like the the um 
the director, obviously, when his head, his, his head, his when, he, when he picks it up, you're like, that's not his head. We all know that. And I could see, I could see something in him. And there was the other guy, uh, the guy who got the drill in him. I was looking at him. I was like, in the eyes. I was like, mm, you're going to break any minute. I'm trying to see if you breathe. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Like, some sort of fucking weirdo. Instead of watching the film, I'm like, I'm going to sit and look at your stomach until I see that go up and down. Yeah. And to be fair, their stomachs were good. But it was the director's head. I seen the light of his eye yeah. change, where he must have just like moved his eye a bit, and then I seen that sable as well on the floor. That bitch was not cut in half. No, that ain't no dummy. Yeah, and you could you could tell the the um the director he was clearly sat under the table poking his head out, and then she was clearly yeah. like like on the stage, but like they did it where she was. Like, yeah. She was clearly stunned. You know but 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 at the same time, you couldn't tell. Do you know what I mean? Like you you could, but you couldn't tell. You were like, I know the like, trick. It wasn't fooling us, mm-hmm. but I, I'm sorry. Like that's it. That you ain't fooling me, y'all, bitch. Like, there was no way that was going to catch us off guard. But I, it was selling it to me, and I was buying it because I was I I was looking for a scene. Yeah, you know, I was looking for a rip, mm-hmm. and it was it was done like perfectly i mean there was there was the, oh, the yeah. scene where the main girl she's tr- so she's underneath the stage and she's trying to get i mean this whole key business I, you could see that coming i was like when when the at the start when um the director gave the key to the assistant and was like right okay i mm-hmm. went to lock the door and hide it. i was like right you're you're doing that she's gonna die and you're never gonna find the key we all know that's gonna come and then um cut to later on where the killer, I'm assuming, has put the key. He's on stage with all the bodies, and he's put the key like in the middle of, the, in like in the ground, in this in the stage. And she's underneath the stage trying to get the key with the with the was it, screwdriver. And I was like, how hard is it to get a key like that? That key's thin. That can like glide. That can just come straight <laughs> down that hole. But then cut to I, I literally spat my water out because she was running with the key to the door, and I've never seen anyone oh my hold a key like that to try and unlock it in my entire <laughs> life. I almost, but also, she was like, that wasn't a key. That was like a key that prop. Was like a, that was like a seven foot, like massive. It was huge. Like, actual. It was this huge key. It was made of like aluminum foil. And she it was, was literally like key. It. it was walking to the room key first. It was like what like. <laughs> Like walk out of the stage key first. What she was trying to do, it was like boom, boom, baby, cat, 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 with the key, magic key, and she like ra- oh my god, and she like just ran. That s- key was like a fucking javelin stick. And it was like her, her arm was no her arm was dead straight. The key was dead straight, and she was she was <laughs> whilst running, she was she was at key, she was at lock level to be able to just glide the key into the door. It was like really bizarre, but I I was I was here she was for like it. one of them. PlayStation 2 games when like it's a shooting game <laughs> and the character runs with the arm straight out <laughs> yeah. and ru- she was running around like a fucking sheriff from a spaghetti western I was like put your key down yeah and it wasn't even a key you're right that was it was a fucking Mercedes that was like have you, was, have you seen that it's like uh, it's those door stops and it looks like half a key <laughs> it looks like it's like it's like a key is going through the door, but it's not obviously. It looks like one of them. Yeah. Did you not also think I noted down that there was the scene where um the the killer is like dangling from that wire, and Alicia's trying to cut the cut his wire, and he's like he's like literally scooting back up the up the wire to get back on the ledge. Uh-huh. 
Did you not think that was and with the with the 80s music it was like a scene from remember the show The Gladiators like back in the day where it was like yeah, that Saturday yeah. night show I was like are we now watching <laughs> Gladiators because like he's shimmying literally he's like shimmying up that um that wire like it's nobody's business he's shimmying like, up that fucking wire wearing a mask that definitely weighs a ton with two tiny eye holes yeah that is the most impractical mask ever yeah. and he's doing full on cartwheels front flips off the stage and they split he's doing like all the gymnastics in the world mm. with like precise balance all wearing that goddamn mask he literally slammed that pussy all over that stage it was like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus there was there was blood all over that dance floor he pussy pointed to fuck that. what I want to talk about though is there was it's a very small moment but again I just think it's so iconic and I found it very scary when she goes into the bathroom oh yeah and there's, there's something hilarious about everyone's uh, flazzy Danis <laughs> in regards to someone lying there dead. Yeah. Like she opens the curtain and her friends gooping and gagging blood and she's like, Laura, girl, what are you doing now? And she, she literally turns and she's like, where is everyone? And the poor girl can't speak. She's just been chainsawed in the shoulder. Then when she hears the killers coming, she closes the curtains <laughs> over Goes into the next curtain and just sits there and watches her get murdered. <laughs> which, which she just stands there and watches her, which is brilliant. Which, by the way, Laura previously gets yeah, she gets a little slice in in the chestal area from the uh, chainsaw. But then when he does that and she falls to the floor and it cuts her on the floor, it's like her her hand and her chest is like red with makeup, but there's there's no like there's no wound or like blood, even though she's got a chainsaw to the chest. And I'm like. She didn't get no chainsaw nowhere. And then it cut yeah. to and, and then her, in the shower and she's like all fucked up. I'm like, that never happened. Why are you like that never why are you lying? <laughs> why are you lying? Go get up on the floor now. <laughs> Sit the hell down and shut the fuck up, bitch. And uh, then even when she's like recovering off the floor, again her just her just tit falls out of her bra, like it's just been like she's wearing a bra far too small for her. Yeah. And we touch just like boy, pops right out. I'm like, what the fuck does that do there? But I find it scary that in the shower scene, when again it's just that goddamn mask, when his face just peers through the shower curtain. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh. Ima- imagine being like, behind that curtain and that—that's freaky as fuck. It's just giant like owl head, and it's like, oh, oh no, no. That really me. is like. That really is a slasher killer of your nightmares. He can pop his pussy. He can do gladiator, <laughs> climb ropes and shit. He's a great dancer. Yeah. And he wears the mask of a fucking oil. Yeah. But at the same time, it just looks so majestic. You're like, oh. There was something about it was majestic. A little bit cute, might I say. The thing is that... But the way he was acting was not cute. I, I, would, I would really like to see this movie, like, uh, a remake. Because I think... You've got the the theatre plays a main it's one of the main characters of the theatre in this whole thing. And you can because it's set in a theatre, the amount of mm-hmm. creative things you can do with that, like just go through the roof and, and you can do like weird stages and you can do all sorts of weird stuff. And like because it doesn't have to it could just you could just do a remake of taking this the like the the basic plot, like it's it's um a bunch of actors in a musical or in a play. You get locked in in the theatre and they're being hunted down. That's just that's the basic plot. So you don't have to do like their musical or their idea, but you could you could and you could still keep that majestic sort of like mask the owl mask, but mm-hmm. have like this really like 
weird like um midsummer night's dream stage like set and have a really cool like death scene like, in like a yep. garden thing you could just do so much mad stuff with that especially with the way things are filmed now and uh i'll go i I always talk about like the technology and the special effects. You could do, yep. you could do some really weird, cool, like trippy stuff like in today's sort of. So someone has to really carpe diem the fuck out of this film yeah. because it is simple ingredients. But sometimes a margarita pizza is just really fucking satisfying. Exactly, and that's very much stage fright. Like it's as simple as simple comes slasher idea. But why it works is it just, again, it's one of our personal favourites. It just gets that one sort of environment, mm-hmm. locks them all in, lets them all know they're fucked, and the rest is just carnage. And, the, oh, you know, I, I just, I, I loved it. I loved it. And I loved it even more after speaking to you about Me it. Too. Obviously. Me too. Me uh, too. It, it's, it's, it's gone up as well in my uh, axe wounds. Yeah, like at first I was like, oh, I really liked it. Now after this, I'm hyped up as fuck. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just like done like two tabs of steroids. <laughs> really no steroids, common tabs. Yeah. But I'm pumped, ready. And it's definitely, like, it's definitely a film I could watch again. Again. Again, yeah, and again, I was already thinking... And you get my hands on one of those Blu-ray discs, mm-hmm. maybe. That would be a good one to add to the yeah. collection. I was definitely, definitely sure. pleasantly surprised, especially coming off curtains, because I was like, what did I just watch? I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I did, hated it or liked it. But then this one, I immediately was like, oh, I'm sold. You don't need to tell me anymore. I'm here for all of it. Um, give me more, give me more, give me more. Here for it all. Yeah, yeah, all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. I was being greedy, greedy, greedy bottom. And that's in my DNA. So I was like, <laughs> give me more. In the wise words of Britney Spears, give me more. Yeah. And in the wise words... And she brought it to you, bitch. <laughs> she brought it to you, bitch. So to round up on stage fright, please do give me your verdict and some ex-wounds, please. I mean, it's it's just really simple. I loved it. It was... The, the kills were good. The story plot was fun. It was just an all-round good time, enjoyable, top to bottom, start to finish. Everyone, well done, well done. And then I'm going to give... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, well done. Congratulations. Yeah, you go, Glen Coco. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a big, fat, whopping 8 out of 10 axe wounds. Woo! So I'm gonna be that. Oh, what, what in the butt? I'm gonna be that wee girl just because when I watched the film and just had watched it, I thought it was very good. But the more I speak about it and the more I let all those really, and there's no shorter or better word for it, iconic moments, Mm -hmm. when I really let them sink in and how iconic the killer is and just. How brilliantly simplistic yet inventive a lot of the film was. And even the quality of what I was watching. The quality was crisp. It was gorgeous. And more importantly, the score was bitching. <laughs> so for that, I will also give Stage Fright an 8 axe wounds out of 10, Mary. What, what? And do you know what? I'm I'm so surprised by this because I, did, well, I didn't know of it beforehand. And, you know, people might, you know be angry at me for it so don't don't come at me don't you know don't cancel me for it 
Um, <laughs> but literally, literally, I didn't, I hadn't heard of it. You know, I only knew the the, right. the, the, the other one, and um, I, you know, I'm ashamed that I didn't know it. And but I'm also glad that I have. I now have another another film in my you know bank of films and in my knowledge and your repertoire yeah to to, to reference and look at and watch again and enjoy and like and i'm i'm you know i'm really happy for the fact that we're doing these the these little 80s spots here and there and you know again because it really they really are giving us so many gems that i didn't know about through my own sort of like uh, ignorance if you will um or willing to watch older slashes, but though yeah, I, yeah, I you know, I, I'm I was stupid for it because you know even even the bad ones, I'm happy that I've seen them. So I'm like, right, okay, I've I've now seen like I've also I've seen amazing eighties movies, but I've also seen terrible ones. And you know, I like the fact that I can say and not I don't think not there's a lot of people who can say it, but not if you think about the world and uh, or people that you mm-hmm. know or people that you we know, there's not that many that can say they've seen. Madman, yeah, Madman, <laughs> or fucking um, uh, cheerleader camp, whatever that one was called. Do you know what I mean? Not, no, yeah. or sleepaway Absolutely. camp too. Not everyone can say they've seen these films or stage fright it's, it's curtains. So, it's it's so like culturally enriching, and when I say culturally, I mean that loads of people aren't ever going to really see these films, but for the shit that we call our bread and butter, it's culturally enriching and to. As you said, go through all the 80s and see the ones that yeah. are shit because they're still important in the development and where the horror genre has come. And seeing films like Stage Fright, which I'm surprised you'd not heard of it, but I'm also like loving the fact that you didn't because you are were blessed with finding out about this film. I was blessed. Falling in love with it all in the same, like in the space of like 48 hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like, and as you said, that's something for us to reference and we know of and this is just another film that's added to my repertoire, bitch. Yeah. That like, I will happily say and uh, you know, Michael Myers potentially cover your ears but Stage Fright has probably one of the best aesthetics of like a killer in a slasher film. I'm gonna put it up there in my top five at least. Oh wow! Like that, I know that's brave, but that fucking oil I think, head is I can't. I think definitely could put it up there in terms of like eighty slashes for sure. And like you said, I was definitely, definitely blessed and highly favoured for this. Uh, was just, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I for for us doing this this eighty slashes and whatever, and for watching and knowing this and. I will forever feel superior to people who say they're a fan of horror movies but can only or will say that yes. will say will say their favorite horror movies are like insidious or paranormal activity. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm sorry if your favorite film out there is insidious or paranormal activity. We're not coming for you, but we are. But we're coming for you. <laughs> like I will, I will forever a day be feel so superior to people who think like that, like. That they like that's a good film. Oh, I agree. Do you know what I, I mean, feel, I feel grand. Yeah, I feel like it should be on. You know, when you have those shows that Shudder now do them, but back in the day, like Channel Four, or Bravo would, and it would be like top one hundred scariest TV moments, mm-hmm. and then like you always had these people, like celebrities or whatever, on talking about them. I feel like I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so like enriched with knowledge yeah. about the horror genre now because we go back to the eighties that I'm like. So like if some little 
I don't know, 16 year old says he loves horror movies, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'd be like, uh, no, you don't be. Uh, like, you can say that once, Check your once, you, once you've you seen um, the likes of Chopping Mall. Have you seen that? No, you haven't. So you ain't a horror movie fan, so back <laughs> the fuck up. Like, have you seen Madman? Do you know the thing, Chin? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. They don't come for me with that bitch. And I've, you are right, I've never been so proud to watch so much shite in all my life. Yeah, I... <laughs> I want to thank my mom, my dad. But of course, of course, there's there's plenty of other horror movies that we haven't seen or heard of, that we should have heard of, that I'm sure there's people out there that will think, I feel so superior to them, because I've seen what they've seen, plus, like, a more. thousand more, and I'm like, I want to get to your level, where I can be like, right, okay, I can, and you know what? I can list off all these films, and like, you can't tell me mm. anything, because I am... Stunning. <laughs> simple as that. Check it, read it, and we bitch. It's as simple as that. We're Pokemon that are evolving. Pokemon. We're Pokemon. Pokeheens. And we are evolving. Mustang. We are Poke Beaches and we're fucking evolving. Okay, so. And you know what? I Please, I encourage it. Anyone that's seen 2,000 more horror movies than us, please come to us and suggest slasher movies from other decades that people might not have heard of that you think need more appreciation please because this is what we're here for bitch yeah i mean i i agree 100 percent, and we do we need even more 80s because i'm sure there's loads of 80s movies that we still haven't seen that we need to watch so keep them coming tell us we're we're no when we send it back 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 to the 80s we are not done here we can guarantee all you lovely Man, woman, and everything in between out there listening that there will be plenty more it is extravaganza to come. Maybe not all the time, but they'll be they'll be here to stay up definitely because I'm we, enjoying we, it. We have to move on to other decades, so you know it's only fair. Well, we we have to, we but I feel, stuck in I feel like we need to do a more with the eighties first, and then we can. Oh, we're on our way. We ain't going nowhere with the eighties, bitch. Where there's there's a few more that I have. And my watch list mm-hmm. that we still need to get through. Not to mention the ones that have slipped completely under our radar. Exactly. Not to mention the numerous sequels of Slash Raycons mm-hmm. that also exist. Do you know there's like nine Hellraisers? Yeah. How many of them were in the 80s? Yeah, but do you know um, what? Like, this controversial, but maybe not. I don't really like it. We have to. It's our duty ah. on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You, did, you, could be you didn't like Hellraiser either when we watched it. I don't like Hellraiser, but I know it's my duty to be on this podcast and my duty. to be a res- <laughs> <laughs> Whatever be it. Hellraiser will you'll get the point from me one day. <laughs> it's your duty. <laughs> God. Do, have we ever said that he's turning 29 tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yes, bitch. Or 29 today when all y'all listeners. Yeah. But now's the time that we will wrap up this very fun-filled, drama-filled episode from Ya Beaches. Ya Beaches. Please like and subscribe. Give us a follow. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where you get your podcast in fact you're probably listening to this mm-hmm. right now I'm one of them so I need to tell you twice also get in touch you know talk to us on the on the uh, on the gram as the kids call it the gram mm-hmm. yeah 
And we're getting back into the kids. Jesus Christ. She is nearly 30, folks. And we're getting back into our Twitter account again. Um, so we'll be asking loads of questions. Also, just suggesting what sort of 80s slasher films that we haven't talked about yet or haven't mentioned that you really, really think that we should watch. So please do get in touch. Yep. <laughs> and on that lovely note, deuces. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,